The Superpowers of the Soul Channel is brought to you by Superpower Experts. Visit superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers today. You're listening to Superpowers of the Soul with Tonya Dawn Rackler and the Superpower Experts. Blessings, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Superpowers of the Soul. This is your host, Amorakai, and I am so excited to be here today talking with our incredibly inspiring guest about a conscious technology that he created himself called the Heartful Method. And for all you listeners out there who have ever wondered if there was maybe an easy, accessible, scientifically proven way to infuse more positive energy into your life or into your business to make you happier, more successful, more abundant, better able to fulfill your highest possible potential and lead a much more deeply fulfilling life, then I am super glad you're here with us today because this is definitely the episode for you. We are so blessed to have Arnaud St. Paul with us today. Arnaud is a conscious technologist, a philanthropist, author, and visionary with many, many outstanding achievements in innovations, technology, methodology. About 10 years ago, he discovered that his life purpose was to help 1 billion people open their hearts to themselves. And using technology as the means to accomplish that, he put his 30 years of research and practice to work, and he created the Heartful Method. This scientifically proven and revolutionary methodology helps people and businesses focus on the positive aspects of their lives to make them happy, successful, abundant, and allow them to fulfill their highest potential. I just know, I just know you're going to be so powerfully served in this episode and that you will just adore Arnaud. I find him to be such a warm, truly heartfelt, and deeply, deeply caring being. I mean, some of his latest accomplishments are Heal Through Words, which has inspired more than 50 million people with its inspirational, positive messages, and also Give Nation, which I absolutely love. It's a gamified wallet aiming to unite 1.6 billion children, helping them become philanthropists and practice sustainable financial financial literacy. As I stumble over my own literacy, I love that. (laughs) He's absolutely brilliant, everyone. He's absolutely brilliant. Let's bring him on. He's got so much wisdom to share with us today. Arnaud, we're so delighted you're here with us. Welcome to the show. And and I am too, and I am blushing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I truly am excited to talk with you today about the Heartful Method. But first, first, I know we're all excited to find out your answer to what are your superpowers of the soul and how are you using them for good right now, Arnaud? I guess my superpower, and I believe I only have one maybe, Mm -hmm. it is to awaken a heart. And uh, I find it, I meet it every day. When I meet someone and it's so amazing, I'm super happy to be here now in this lifetime and being able to live that, uh, to receive these gifts uh, of a heart blossoming to itself, of an eye that opens up to its divine aspect or its its heart aspect, I guess, Mm -hmm. and really embody all of a sudden all its potentials and not just a mere 
small aspect of it. So that will be my choice, if yeah. I may. No, oh, you may. Yes, please. My goodness. I love that. I mean, you just walk your talk so brilliantly and you embody this work so powerfully. And what could be more fulfilling than being so aligned with your own superpower, your life purpose, and such Agreed. deeply fulfilling work in the world? I mean, talk about fulfilling your highest potential. Yes. Yeah. All right. totally. Oh, my God. So fun. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, well, you know what? We're going to dive real deep with you, and I'd love to do that without interruption. So I think let's just go ahead, take our short break now. And just before we do, Arno, where's the best place for people to go find out more about you? So they can go to our website, tapuat.com, which means eternal rebirth in Hopi language. And tapuat is T-A-P-U-A-T.com. And uh, if you want, there is also available a highlight of a workshop called Three Ways to Find Harmony Within that you can get at tapwat.com slash harmony. So here you go. Beautiful. Perfect. Thank you. We'll be sure to put those links up for everyone too. All right. You are listening to Superpowers of the Soul here on the Superpower Network, and we will be right back to get deep into the heartful method with Arnold St. Paul in just a moment. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. All right. Welcome back, everyone. This is Amora Kai. And if you're just tuning in, today we are talking with Arnold St. Paul about the conscious technology he created called the Heartful Method. And so, Arnold, I can't wait to find out more about how you and how the Heartful Method came to be. Where does this story really start for you? A long (laughs) time ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess at my birth, but let's let's skip a few steps. Uh, the the yeah the first major event, uh, the one that I'm more conscious about is when I was 13, where uh, some spiritual knowing started to become self-evident, and what where I let go of what reality was offering to me, and uh, really trusting what you know, the, the, these truths that I felt so important at the mm-hmm. time. And it's, I started quickly to not only help other people, but also uh, start to look for an answer to that eternal question, who am I? And that brought me to a long journey uh, that brought me to study the different religions, the different philosophies, the different practices. And... Uh, so, you know, I went through Taoism, Buddhism, Zen, and, and all that stuff. And also the Kabbalah, the Quran, and, and the Bible. Mm. And quickly thereafter, I really was creating new ways of understanding life. And throughout the past 30 years, uh, we're coming up some charts to help me understand what is this human experience, how consciousness works, and how. I can be the best version of itself within this context. How can 
what is that paradigm of life I am living? And why is it so important that living through my heart is the best way uh, to fulfill my vision, to serve the people around me, etc. So that's really what unfolded, and that led to that life purpose that I was that you were mentioning in my in the presentation, uh, where well, it becomes self-evident for me in any case that this life purpose of mine is to help as many people as I can um, to remember that core essence that is theirs, which is their hearts, their unconditional love, their harmony, and uh, that through alignment, they can achieve that in their own way in, uh, in their lives, in this now moment. Mm. So, yeah, in a nutshell, obviously, in parallel to that, I went into finance, I went into uh, creating companies uh, on, in technology. So I got into finance, I created uh, technology companies in Europe and the US. So that was in parallel to all that spiritual awakening that was occurring in me. And at the same time, I had energy cent uh, spiritual centers that to help to help them. As we mentioned earlier, 10 years ago, I decided to put everything together because in the end, technology can not only allow us to create processes that enables a access to a higher version of ourselves, but also to deploy such uh, a processes so that we can reach out to as many people as we can. Oh, oh I love the weave. I love the weave of all of that in service to your life purpose ultimately. You know, I find I, I talk to so many people and sometimes along the path, they're wondering why they're doing certain things. <laughs> you know, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? Why am I learning this? Why is this my job right now? And they feel this calling towards all these other things. And it's kind of only in hindsight that we go, oh, right. Perfect. We need all of it. So I love hearing that. And you have such a brilliant way of talking about how it all weaves into the service. I love that technology, yeah. you know, instead of getting a bad rap or polarizing between good and bad, it's like, no, we can bring everything up through this higher lens. And put it into service in that way. So bowing to you, beautifully done, beautifully done. Mm. So I have a question. I am just guided by life. Mm -hmm. Yes, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, one of the keys, isn't it, right? If we could just get there. And it sounds like you're really creating that in such an accessible way for people. But I, I let's circle right back around to 13, because at 13, wow, you did what I find to be one of the biggest struggles for most of us. But so necessary along the path is this idea of surrender, letting go. And I mean, you're talking about letting go of reality altogether. Some people have trouble mm. letting go of breakfast, you know? I mean, letting go <laughs> and surrendering can be so challenging. And then the trust. I mean, to surrender and trust is almost, in my experience, the equation to flow. But to get to that surrender, yeah. that letting go, that trust piece, Oh yeah, yeah. At thirteen, my goodness, was it was it just spontaneous for you? Did it really just yes, happen for you? Okay. I have a no. I have no merit whatsoever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think my birth and you know, uh, I was not totally disconnected 
uh, from a mm. consciousness standpoint. And uh, so I had already a bridge that allowed me to cross it rather easily than other people. And, um, and yeah, it was self-evident to me. It's just, mm-hmm. it was a truth. And there was no questioning anymore about that. And anything that went against that truth didn't make sense to me. And therefore, I followed it. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, mm-hmm. I've always been blessed in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there have been a lot of struggles, obviously, in that process afterwards. But nevertheless, I am truly blessed. Um, you know, when I look in hindsight, everything has been done to the perfection, always, as it is to any life mm-hmm. that we are going through. Uh, it's always perfect. We just don't see it that way when we're living it, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, like, the, when we look at our past, it's perfect. When it is this moment, it is perfect. And it's when we're projecting as an expectation or looking certain stories um, in, in our past that we start to complain and judge it and, and so on. Mm-hmm. That's when we're not there for ourselves. Mm. Yeah. I think that's quite literal. You know, some of us, I'm sure, can relate to those experiences of, of really only being half here. If that, oftentimes, so much of us is not here. That's really yeah, interesting. Totally. All right, so let's dive into the heartful method a little bit. In your, I mean, your 30 year journey is incredible. I love that you really were cohered around this question of who am I? Who am I? Who am I? you know, along your journey and your searching, quite beautiful. But you said these charts start to come up. These charts started to come up to help you really understand the human experience and how consciousness works. Can you speak to that a little bit? Of course. I mean, you know, on on that journey, obviously, at first you you start, well, I have this truth in me that I started to discover in books, reading the Bhagavad Gita or the Bible or, or the Kabbalah for that matter. And then, so you start to ingest many information. And one of the books that I really loved and still love is Who Am I from Ramana Maharshi. Um, But I'm a very visual person in the end. And, you know, across the 30 years, we're coming up ways for me, simple ways to visualize what is consciousness so visualize a map of consciousness of of how to become more conscious of myself so it illustrates many different aspects how we are light and what does that imply how we are vibration and what what are the consequences of that how the fact that for instance i live in a world of projections and if it is so then there is loads of different consequences like there is no tangibility to the change i can observe in others it's always a function of me and the moment i change myself therefore i i change other people around me because i am in a world of vibration and all that Mm -hmm. all these charts 160 to date are there to illustrate that Uh, We go into polarities, the feminine and the masculine, and how it shapes our world, obviously, as well. Um, We we talk about holograms and uh, what else? Um, Light, as I mentioned, um, magnetical fields, and, 
obviously how a heartful person, individual, leader, uh, lives in this world. What does that mean compared with the mind-driven world that we all know, right? So how do we awaken to a new world and, and how, the, how does one thrive and grow and become more of itself, of him, of him or herself in that new paradigm that is to live through a heart-driven life? And uh, so, yeah, and so in about nine sections, uh, when I do coaching, uh, I help the person to really rewire their reality 100% mm -hmm. and their relationship with themselves and starts a journey where we, we learn how to, how to understand how life talks to us, to identify the belief systems that are expressing themselves in our job or, or in our personal life and then unlock them so that we can, after the session, start to explore this amazing, beautiful new world of ours where this, uh, uh, this old limited potential or uh, limiting belief system is not anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, I am able to live a new world and where in the reality of the individual, these uh, limiting system of beliefs and therefore the actors of this person, whether it's a situation and whatnot, have disappeared. Hmm. Literally. Literally. It's a direct path. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a direct path to the vision that we hold in our heart. Uh, it's a way to accelerate our alignment with ourselves, with the totality of ourselves. It's a journey of I to myself or to self, yeah. whichever we want to label it <laughs> as. Oh, you know. Um, and uh, many, many names. Mm -hmm. As a visual learner myself, I deeply appreciate that piece that you really brought the visual into it. So much is auditory, right? So much is, is reading, so much is listening to another person. But to have a visual map speaks to a different part of me, certainly, and I'm sure others can relate. And so that piece is pretty powerful. For me, listening to you talk about all of this really conjures yeah, up this is. idea of, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like standing in your personal power standing in your power versus sort of trying to live life through control, which is ultimately, you know, a, a little bit like, like uh, David Hawkins used to talk about power versus force. And I guess in a similar fashion, I talk a lot about power versus control. And what I really hear you saying is this methodology teaches you the difference between being in power with who you really are and how life really works, how the human experience really works, how consciousness really works, and how to be empowered through that and live uh, quite literally a heartful life, a, a life that is aligned with your heart's vision versus this kind of idea that seems to still be kicking around that we should be able to control life, 
in in the sense that we have to be able to control other people from without, you know, forcing, manipulating, bashing our heads against the circumstantial walls or the relationships rather than turning inward where the real power actually is. It's almost cosmic irony, isn't it? Yes. Powerful. Yeah. It's it's normal that we are always seeking control because that's what happens in the masculine principle in the mind and uh, on that journey we are able to towards the heart we are able to drop this concept and mm-hmm. start living more out of alignment which is a very different power um or the the, the control that i may be able to have is in any case the one on my own belief system on how i live myself right and that's an amazing control. That's an amazing power. And then I let, with trust, uh, the universe, the reality, what is needed to show me the way so that I can become still a, high, a higher vibrational match to myself, right? So, mm-hmm. again, it's always a, about a journey of I to itself. And I steps into this world creates for itself, rebirthing to itself. Hence the name of my company, Tapuat, which is eternal rebirthing. So let's mm-hmm. play the, the game of vibration, right? This world is only made of vibration. Everything, our thoughts, our body, our emotions, this physical world of ours is only vibrations. Let's play that game of, of vibrations, of resonance, of alignment, because that's the only direct path towards anything you hold in your heart, you hold true as being your, you know, your vision for your life. And from then on, it becomes easier. It mm. becomes, it's like sliding, you know, sliding the slope like when you're skiing or surfing you don't have to struggle anymore and that applies to absolutely every aspect of our lives all of them no exception so life can be magical (laughs) (laughs) i agree life can be magical in it but it's one of those things you know until you experience it yourself uh, I mean, it's it's so worth the journey. It's an incredible journey. And to experience something like that yourself, to have this calm, beautiful center, this peace that is just here, that is not dependent on anything outside of you, where you are the center, you know, you, you become the influencer instead of the influenced by what appears around you. There's such a profound depth of joy i find in those experiences in those moments where you really get to live that and life does become magical life becomes this incredible ride and i feel like you start to start to go oh human this is the cool human experience i signed up for this is fun this is amazing this is so fulfilling and there's this drive this energy this i don't know creative Mm, flow, I guess I would, I would say in in my experience anyway, and and in talking to others that sort of pours through you and energizes you and, and often allows you and drives you to want to share and help others 
in such a bigger way. And that leads to even more fulfillment, even more life expression, even more joy. I mean, it, it's connecting on, on such a different level. I love that. Okay. You're amazing. I love this work. I love you too. how accessible it is, how powerful it is. I mean, it's what we all want. You mentioned before about how we're essentially living in a world of projections. Do you want to just expand on that for people listening, if that's a new concept? Yes. Uh, so we live this world, all that I believe to be myself, this body, these thoughts, these emotions, these okay. uh, physical appearance, all the table that, or the chair on which you are sitting, everything is vibrations. That's it. So a vibration, what is interesting, it enters into resonance. It can reverberate. It can diffract uh, into many other things. And, and therefore, imagine that this vibration has light. Okay? So okay. hence, light goes into a surface, onto a surface, whichever, and then it reflects, right? Uh, if it's a reflective surface, obviously. And so imagine this world where absolutely everything is a mirror of some sort. It has, and that mirror has a capacity, or these mirrors, because an infinite number of mirrors, um, have the capacity to send you back an, a certain aspect of yourself, a slightly different aspect for each mirror, uh, whether it's a partner or it's a situation, etc. And with that in mind, I am able, I, who is that famous witness of all this beautiful uh, experience that we're talking about, which is life, mm -hmm. it is able to observe in that mirror a little part of itself on a specific aspect of itself, whether uh, it is a conscious or unconscious belief system, for instance. Mm -hmm. And... By doing that observation, if I has chosen to be conscious about itself, then it can listen intently, accept what is being said, and then start to embrace and have compassion for whatever it is playing out, if obviously it is the, the, what is needed in that case. And that is an amazing way to be more in tune with ourselves to step into a, a, a place of ourselves that is looking to grow uh, to explore another aspect of itself and once the exploration has been made to decide if i want to continue on that route or go some other direction does that make sense mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's funny. I used to, uh, I, when I was younger, I used to call the human experience like living in a house of mirrors from, uh, you know, from one of those uh -huh. old fairs. Do you remember those? You'd go to these mirrors and you'd look yeah. at one and you're super tall and another one super skinny and it was yes, all distortion. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. And I, it was it was the way I used to, as a teenager, you know, hard to describe, but that's really how I felt. And it was like looking into different aspects mm -hmm. of yourself in this house of mirrors. I love that. That's such a cool way to explain these projections of these meeting aspects of yourself and the refraction. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. And so. Yeah. You're amazing. When, 
Oh, so are you. So are you. I just love what you're up to in the world. And so, you know, for me, right, my my baseline, I mean, I think we're all here on mission to expand the global frequency to to love it above. I, I feel a resonance with that with almost, you know, all of us on the planet that are doing this kind of work. But my baseline is really freedom. So what really gets me is feeling locked up, feeling disempowered, feeling overpowered, feeling helpless, powerless, right? A lack of freedom in all its forms. And what I find and what I have found walking this journey of life so far is that the the levels of self-imprisonment, whether we feel at the mercy of the human condition instead of empowered about the human experience, whether we feel emotionally, you know, sometimes I find that so many of us feel at the mercy of our emotions and that can feel mm. very powerless. And, and the mind, of course, in our bodies, when something is going on that we are uh, resisting or not wanting or pushing away, the polarizing that happens, it all leads to this feeling of just not being free. And, you know, that mm. default mechanism we talked about before, but then we sort of subvert to, to seek control, but we're not really seeking control for control. We're seeking control so mm. that we can feel some sense of power, some sense of freedom. And so what I love most mm -hmm. about this work is it just goes right to the heart of it and you're free forever, no matter the yeah. circumstance, because if yeah. you can only be free in given circumstances, you're never really free. Are you? You're never really there. Yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, to me, this is freeing billions of people. This is freeing us. And this is freeing our true essence. This is freeing our truth. I love how you captured it as remembering, helping people remember their core essence, and that you related your own story of maybe not being fully quite separated at birth, still having that bridge. And so this methodology for me is a bridge for people to walk across, to really have this experience yes. that is already theirs. It's your birthright. It's yours. Let's yes. remember it. Yes. Mm. Yes. Ah. And that happens in the, the freedom of alignment, right? And mm. it, it's a beautiful segue to the book that I wrote called I, uh, which collects 66 paths or poems to harmony, to the harmony within. And uh, what I started on that book is to, these are a, a bit the equivalent to the illustrations that I draw, drew, uh, but these are poems to help me understand what I was living. And one of them was, so understanding from the, the, the perception of the eye, the human eye, but also from the self-perspective, and uh, depending on which poem. And one day I had to write a poem about freedom to understand what it means in my own experience. And I believe if you would like, I can read it and mm -hmm. we can reflect upon it together. Yes, please. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> freedom. <clears throat> Birds in the sky, wings in heaven, heading away, rising to the sun, all-knowing source of light. No shackles, no bonds, just the knowledge of whom I am to be, and then let go of whom I believed to be. Unfettered, I is born, unbound, chooses to be, expanding its wings with sureness and confidence to experience the new seed of its own self. Mm. 
So that's oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so beautiful. That made me cry. Oh, it was so beautiful. Oh, honey. It's so expansive. My entire field just opened and melted into that truth. To me, that's just the journey home, isn't it? It's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh. Yes, it is. Oh. It is. How powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, audience, I hope you felt I what I felt. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. I would rewind that and listen again. Stunning. Stunning. And, and you see, in that case, <sighs> freedom, the, the freedom that I has mm-hmm. is to, to be born to itself and to choose to return to itself. Mm-hmm. If it wants to, obviously. And and that is an eternal journey that can last one second or lifetimes. It doesn't matter. But the bottom line is, if I look at it from a very pragmatic standpoint, from a very day-to-day, moment-to-moment standpoint, like whether in business or personal, Mm -hmm. same thing. Mm -hmm. It's that freedom of of navigating a bit like a skipper on, on the sea with, with his sailing boat, navigating with the wind and the and the currents and the rain and the sun and everything to that destination, which is that vision that we hold dear in ourselves. And with all these elements helping us forward, we go through that journey of navigating, right? Mm-hmm. And we arrive always and we arrive maybe not exactly where we're thinking but it doesn't really matter because that the journey was the most important part the journey of discovering what we can what we are to be able to do right Mm -hmm. with ourselves so it frees as you were saying earlier it frees us from all these responsibilities and and burdens and and many other aspects that are coming from the mind Mm-hmm. to be the best version of ourselves, to execute whatever we need to execute, in the good sense of the word, uh, to, to deliver whatever we need to deliver, but from a space of abundance, of freedom, mm-hmm. and not from a space of trying to catch our own shadow, which right. never works, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's really hard. <laughs> Slippery suckers, those shadows. My goodness. <laughs> you know... I, one of the things I love most about what you're saying is it's truly abundance for all, right? This yeah. is yes. for all. This is everybody and anybody's. I mean, that just brings tears of joy to my heart. This is abundance for yes. all. We all have it. We all get it. It's all ours. It's all ours to share. Okay. I love this so much. You know, I, I really get and appreciate how much you're sharing, uh, and I can see it with the individual, with the person, with the people. But I know, Arno, you also do a lot of work with businesses, right? And leadership and organizations. So how yes. do you, how, just walk me through it a little bit here. I'm so interested in this. I do a lot of volunteer work at organizations who want to go into businesses and help, you know, with alignment there, help raise frequency, help organizations and teams and corporate make decisions kind of through a frequency of love instead of fear. And the question is how, and I'm here thinking, well, I think our nose got the how. So can you walk us through a little bit how this works when you work with businesses? 
I wish it's the same thing. Uh, sorry, there's a boat uh, going through. Sure. Uh, by the way, just so the audience knows, I'm on the Nile in Egypt <laughs> right now. So wow. there's a bit of a of a, a, a different context. But anyway, uh, businesses are exactly the same. The you know the same way I say I about mm-hmm. myself. Uh, whichever business is they're saying the same. It's it's an entity. It's a consciousness of its mm-hmm. own, and mm-hmm. incarnated at first by its CEO, but also obviously by all the, the different part of that company, uh, whether they are the employees or, or the partners or or the providers and the clients, etc. So the same principles apply, exactly the same. So that's why I work with CEOs and. They go through the Hartwell method. They start to accelerate tremendously their growth. and But then it starts to embark with their teams and how we can foster more alignment at the team level. Uh, and uh, one of the reasons I'm here in Egypt right now is because I'm working with a company uh, and uh, I'm offering workshops for all the companies so that they can all become more aligned that, that, so that they can balance their masculine and the feminine so that they can feel that freedom within without going into fight and flight mode, for instance, right? So, mm-hmm. so that they can open to the abundance of the feminine in this case and, uh, and not foster adversity just for the sake of it. And um, so it applies to every aspect of our lives. There's no other way and uh, it's holistic by definition, obviously. And mm-hmm. it's a direct path to whichever challenge we may encounter, all right. of them, whether it's uh, a, a business issue, a, a physical issue, everything. Because mm-hmm. again, our world is made of vibration. Therefore, mm-hmm. everything that comes my way is always yeah. a reflection. That's it. There's no other way than that. Very simple. Uh, it's which so seems simple. very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's ultimate truth. I, I always find I can recognize ultimate truth by the complex simplicity of it. It's always the most simple thing that just feels so complex at the same time. I love it. I love it. Okay. And so I know we're going to have to start wrapping up soon, but I could talk to you forever and a day. I mean, it's just so rich and juicy and and just so empowering. It has such freedom and such hope and such joy and such accessibility to it. And that's the piece I love the most. It's accessible to all, no matter what. And so a quick question for you. You know, we talk, I don't know, you hear a lot about the idea of flow, right? Flow is very prevalent in circles these days and, and it has been for a while. And I think it's shifted. Yes you know, over time recently, flow used to be all about getting into a flow state, whether in a sport or at work or that creative energy where you're just in the, in the zone. Right. And now it's sort of moved and morphed into being able to uh, basically attain levels of coherence Mm. so that you're living in what we might call flow consciousness, where you are really living in synchronicity and in alignment most of the time. What do you have a working definition of flow? How would you describe it? Never wrote a poem about flow. That would be interesting, but nevertheless, uh, let's see. Uh, this this of that flow, and it chooses to be there as the amazing character that it can be, or 
he can also choose to live it as an actor or as a director of, of that flow, right? And these are different angles, different point of views for the same flow. Now, that flow exists. Whether I is part of it or not doesn't matter, right? Mm -hmm. It's still there whether I am living it to the fullest as a character, for instance, mm -hmm. or a uh, looking at it within it, right? But mm -hmm. not as, as I believe that everything is funny enough. I I, I told you uh, earlier that everything is a reflection of me. Yes, mm -hmm. it, is, it is a reflection of that I that believes to be me. Mm. But it is not a, a reflection of my core essence, which is that unconditional love, that ultimate presence mm -hmm. that is my foundation. Oh, right. This so. is my, in other words, mm -hmm. the heart, what we call the heart is our infinite self. It is this presence. And on top of that, we add layers of identification that allows us to create, to create and to live what we call reality and the different roles we are taking on. Mm -hmm. Now, all these layers are active at the same time. And I just choose to be present to one or the other. I love it. Wow. Hello. You do really well put on the spot. My goodness. Oh, no. Fantastic. I love the reference to the layers and the choice, right? The freedom of choice that we have when we recognize that we can put them on, take them off, be present to this one, be present to that one, however you want to take it, rather than, than feeling stuck in any one thing. It's a beautiful working definition. I love it. Thank you so much. I could talk to you mm. forever. Are there any any final thoughts you really feel inspired Me too. to share? <laughs> oh, I adore you. <laughs> Anything you feel inspired to share before we wrap up for today? Um, a harmony alignment is our birthright. We are here to play that game, not the other one that we have conditioned ourselves with. So let's let's do it. Let's live that 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 life of of magicness, if I may say so, <laughs> of uh, of ease and grace that we can live if we choose to, and that applies to every single aspect of our lives. I mean, life can be simple again if we choose to, but you know. Let's talk about it. Let's 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 together share our experiences so that we can serve ourselves and serve our loved ones and the ones we are responsible for to the best mm -hmm. of our ability by accepting at last that we are that pure alignment, that pure tone of ourselves, and that we can fulfill our heart vision in a heartbeat <laughs> oh that's fabulous <laughs> uh, yes i absolutely know that we can i know what a fabulous conversation i just so 
appreciate you. I appreciate you being here with us today, sharing your incredibly inspiring, but also very powerful wisdom and so generously. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for being here and having your company. You, you inspire me a lot. So thank you. Oh, blessings, blessings. We'll have to do it again sometime, my dear. Okay. A- a- anytime. 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 All right. We'll try one when you're when you're off the Nile. I'm so happy for yes. you. What a fabulous trip. <laughs> all right. All right. And everyone listening, thank you all for being here with us today, too. As always, I hope today's episode serves your highest possible good and really inspires you to take the heartful method to heart. Uh you can. You can do it in a heartbeat. I mean, I just love that line. And if you're feeling inspired to connect even more with us over here at the Superpower Universe, and you also love to learn, then I invite you to come play with us at the Experience Your Superpowers event and also at the new CIFA training. CIFA is Creative Energy Field Activation, and it is absolutely amazing. Just go to superpowerexperts.com and all the info is right there for you on the homepage. Until next time, everyone. Keep unlocking your own superpowers of the soul and put them to great use building a life and a world you love. Bye for now, everyone. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.